Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio with Dr. Scott Bradley. FreedomsRisingSun.com is website. This is the broadcast for January 27th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two at two. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property to promote God, family, and country in the traditions of our founding fathers. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled Friday. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time. Yesterday, we talked about the state legislation or legislative session with uh, Lowell Nelson. And he mentioned there's about 400-plus bills in the hopper. We're, you know, only a few weeks in. Uh, But, Dr. Bradley, I call it under siege. Okay? Utah Legislative Discussion 2023 is what we're going to have right now. The general session or the general session Runs from January 17th to March 3rd, 2023. So really, we're only, I don't know how to say this. We're only, what, the 17th to the 27th? We're only 10 days in. And boy, howdy, do they got a lot in the hopper. And the primary issues are all about transgender, perverted sex, uh, whatever, vaccine bills, gun rights, you know, all the standard stuff. But every time we just take a Beating. That's why I say we're under siege, Doctor. Well, I, I'm sorry to even give you further disillusion, Sam, but a little update. You know, you talk about 400 and something bills. As of today, there's over 800. I mean, that's kind of where we're going with this. I mean, do we need 800? They really already have 800 bills in the hopper? Yeah. In in less than, or in 10, not even 10 days, because today's the 27th, so we can't even count the day yet. It's just started, right? Well, here's the deal, though. They started, now, again, this is kind of Utah-centric, but every single um, legislature has the same thing. And I, I think back always when our legislation comes into session. Back in 1866, there was a judge in New York named uh, Gideon John Taylor. He said, no man's life, liberty, or property are safe when the legislature is in session. It's absolutely true. And what happened in Utah, and again, I'm sure that every other state that's listening anywhere can say, hey, wait a minute, that happened here too. The very first day, they just, uh, you know, they bring it to order and they're going to start their, you know, session. I don't remember the count exactly, but there was probably close to 20 bills in both the House and the Senate. Boom, passed. No hearings, no publicity, no nothing. They brought them forth, again, cyclonic fee- speed. I mean, this is a whirlwind. And and there were bills brought forth. Now, of course, uh, there was no committee hearings. There was no public, you know, input, no nothing or anything like that. Okay? They had been, my opinion, working behind the scenes to bring about this cyclone of things that they didn't want to have hear the light of day. I mean, see the light of day. Or hear the the voice of opposition by public input. They they absolutely the the leadership has it feels like they've got it uh, really snookered. Now there's a number of things they get the formula on and they run it through. For example, if they're going to somehow destroy everybody's uh, religious liberty or right of conscience or something, they've found some years ago that if they put a clause in there that says churches because of the 
footprint of, of the church in, in Utah. Churches are not subject to this law. Churches get behind it. They, they help ramrod it through. They come and testify on behalf of it because there's a simple clause in there that says churches are not bound by this, but individuals, they have their property rights, their religious liberty, their right of conscience thrown under the bus, but churches have gotten behind that. The legislature now knows that. And that's what they do, too. They found that there's some issues that are, you know, it's it's like oh, we've this made-up sexual status stuff. It gets a lot of preeminence because it's the politically correct thing to do. Our governor is right in the middle of that. You know, his pronouns, he, he's so proud to play his pronouns out and all that kind of stuff. It's just astonishing to me the credibility we give for stuff that shouldn't have the light of day. And they ramrod through 800 bills plus are right now in front of the legislature. And uh, so our life, liberty, and property genuinely uh, are not safe while the legislature's in session. I ask you, Sam, how often, how often do we have any legislative enactment that holds sacred those things? I, I would say it's pretty rare. I don't, I don't know that we've seen it literally in years. There's a few token uh, events. Okay, like, for example, they want to make Constitutional Month in September. That's one of the Ooh. bills they've got. And, I mean, that's good. I'm never going to down sure. saying we need to, you know, bring attention to this. But it isn't changing in any way. It isn't holding the line or, you know, if they want to do that, skip the make September month, Constitution month, and reduce your 800 bills to zero for a change. Well, no, no. Okay, no see, just, that's to just, me what would make the difference, right? Absolutely, but that that's the problem is they go through the the motions of it. They say, oh, we're going to recognize that wonderful document. It's true. We should. Uh, I had a pageant I wrote called A Day to Remember. We put it on for a number of years. We'll have to talk about that maybe sometime if you're interested. But I would be very delighted to see them actually applying the Constitution. I, I Actually, let's let's let it live in our hearts and minds as we commemorate the great icon of power that prevents tyranny. Uh, let's do that. Let's not just give it lip service. It wasn't it Isaiah that said they draw near to me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Roger that. They, Amen. They, yeah. Anyway, I just like to see them live it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to see them just back. Look, God gave us, in my opinion, God gave us twelve commandments. I know people say there's ten, but you know, I look at love the Lord thy God and love thy neighbor as thyself as kind of the two commandments the law hangs on, right? Then you got the Ten Commandments. So you got really twelve guidelines from God. That's it. It's been six thousand years since Adam on the planet. Uh, and those are God's, you know, guidance, t literally 12 things. Now, I'm not saying God doesn't say more. I'm just saying in general, that's his guidance. Do the 12 commandments, basically. Um, you know, you can you can get people off alcohol or off drugs using the 12-step program. All they need is 12 little, you know, guidelines. Government literally wants 800 in the state of Utah, just say, every session, 800 to 1,000 or whatever the number is. So think about a thousand in Utah, a thousand in every state. That's fifty thousand in the Republic annually. Okay, I mean this is just absolutely psychotic, insane. And they want to debate every jaunt and tittle of this. They want to debate every little tidbit. We got to nuance this, and we got to revisit that. We got to update this, and we got to change that. We got to 
take away this clause from this and add this clause to that. And they go on and on and on and on. All the while, don't you just need to stick to the 12 that God gave us? And if you really taught those, preached those, encouraged people to live those, did your very best to get on your knees and pray that you'd have the strength and the faith and the courage to live, and then you get up and you do it and self-government. Isn't that what we should be focused on, doctor? Because isn't that the real answer? Well, absolutely. I, we talked a little bit last hour about the uh, the idea that uh, some of those guys that were at the convention of 1787 writing the Constitution, they weren't so sure there was going to be enough to do to keep the Congress and stuff busy. So they kind of had to write it into there. You got to be in session, though, because just in case, you know, I mean, they it was one of those things that was a minimalist kind of. Well, then bring them all home. Tell them not to assemble in Washington, D.C. at all generally. uh, And they can have an online virtual meeting, you know, uh, once a week or once a month or something. Well, the Founding Fathers didn't have those kind of technologies. I know, but we could update it to that following their intent, though. Yeah, you're right. But but here's the deal, though, is that that really the idea of government, its principal purpose is to secure God-given rights, okay? And, and everybody gets their, they think that the best way to measure their success is how many bills they bring forward and, and get passed. And so the, the uh, you know, Utah legislature is just a, a good example of a bad example of My measure of success say, is how many could I just how much of government could I repeal that's unconstitutional? Nothing more. Sure, but these guys all say, "Hey, I got seven bills through last year, whatever." I mean, I'm just picking a number, and and if everybody could say they got seven bills through, pretty soon you're saying, "I can see how we've got that many bills that are being they're throwing enough mud against the wall so they can do that." You know this this idea they do pretend legislation and stuff like that. That they they uh, it, it's out of the Declaration of Independence, they're they're doing it constantly. Only they do pass it through the legislature, but it's it's unconstitutional. Utah legislature, they for don't example, have the authority. Is the problem? They have never been delegated proper authority for what they're doing at all. Therefore, they're criminals correct. and should be arrested and thrown in the clink. They're violent. Let's just take for example the Utah Constitution, very specifically and unequivocally states. That it, even in emergency, because they have an emergency operations clause in the Utah Constitution that says even in the emer- an emergency, a government official, temporary expedient kind of thing, cannot violate the Constitution. So when the Utah legislature here a few years ago said, oh, yeah, if we get an emergency, the governor can legislate, they violated the Constitution. And they all, unless they spent their time protesting and doing their very best to stop it, they're all guilty of dereliction of duty. They all should be thrown in prison for this, doctor. Well, I agree. And you say, Sam, you're too harsh. And I say, no, I'm not. Because what precedent do they set if we allow it to continue? That's the real question. What precedent are we allowing to be set? Well, anyway, that's why I'm calling... The Utah legislative session is we're under siege until they're done. Because I believe that's factual, ladies and gentlemen. I don't even see any real good bills. There's a few bills that seem decent, but it's only to maybe correct bad bills we've let go before. That's the only 
I don't know what you want to call it. Defense, I even see. Hang tight. Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Any final thoughts on the legislative session, Doctor? We're uh, 10 days in. Oh, my gosh. Well, 35 days left of abuse, huh? It, and the, the, the problem is I talked about in the beginning how they ran these bills through the first day. That's nothing compared to what they do the last day of the session. You know, they... There's to end at midnight, and it's just like, holy cow. And and the problem is that uh, they just run them through. And and uh, i just give you an example here. Um, two sessions ago, the, gener- uh, the 2021 general session of the state of Utah. Again, uh, this is, you're going to see these kind of egregious violations all across the nation. But, uh, but a bill was passed. It was called, it was a governmental use of facial recognition technology. Holy Hannah. Two years ago, this session, it was the 2021 general session, passed virtually unanimously in both the House and the Senate. And it was a sellout of the, of the Fourth Amendment completely. And do and you remember uh, here some weeks ago we inv- uh, interviewed uh, Nan Su from the Epoch Times the Asian editor for the Epoch Times and on what was going on in China and how he said in China these facial recognition things, they're tied into social scores and credits and so on and how you can uh, d- deal with society, how you can travel and spend your money and all those kinds of things. 
And we kept coming, bringing it back. We kept saying, no, 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 this is happening in Utah. Utah, the little red state of Utah. No, it's not a red state. Well, yes, it is. When you consider red China and red It all Utah, depends on how yeah. you define red there, Doctor. It is indeed. But here's the deal. Senate Bill 34, two sessions ago, passed virtually unanimously. Well, it was unanimously in the House and almost unanimously in the Senate. These people... Criminal activity is what it does because what they do is they allow the inroads of facial recognition. And of course, you know how that's going now in the United States, how they're expanding that uh, to do stuff at the, you know, this you've been used against terrorists. Well, are you an enemy of the state, Sam? This is, you know, you look at what Lois Lerner did as the head of the IRS when she was you know, targeting, quote-unquote, conservative groups, which we could discuss the misuse of the term conservative. But the fact of the matter is, uh, if you were perceived as someone that wanted smaller government, more constitutional government, Second Amendment stuff, anti-abortion, you figure out the term she did, and she caused them to have difficulties with the IRS. She was, it was a weaponization of a, of a government agency you know, the FBI could be accused of that, certainly the CIA, the FDA. You you name who's going to put call you an enemy of the state and this facial recognition stuff that Utah passed virtually unanimously uh, two sessions ago, and it's expanding now in the nation, and uh, they're, they're weaponizing this stuff so regular Americans. I mean, I, I've talked to some people lately that have done, they travel a lot, and uh, they hardly have to show a piece of ID nowadays because they take a picture of you, and they, they do all of the, you know, the connection points, and they say, oh, yeah, you're you. Uh, how did you enjoy your trip to Belize or whatever, you know? I mean, it's like, how did you know I was in Belize? I didn't show you my passport with the uh, stamps in it. I mean, it's it's absolutely astounding how this kind of stuff is taking over in the nation. And I could tell you a story right now, uh, be, but I, I don't need to go into the details, but I ran into a team of medics that were there for a SWAT team action when I was out hiking one day. And um, I, I, you know, I was asking what's going on, and it's a long story about how the SWAT team was engaged on somebody that was up a little higher on the hill and so on. And anyway, I went to introduce my, they, myself, and they said, we know who you are. In that tone of voice, how did they know who I was? I'm just a guy hiding on a hiking trail. No, you're not, buddy. You are a patriot, and all. And this is what we're going to talk about coming up here, second half hour. And I'll tell you how they know who you are, and all the details. But look, Biden got caught lying about the FBI. Now he said he was all willing to have his home searched by the FBI and all this kind of stuff. He's different than the Donald because Donald, whatever, and. It isn't true. It turns out that the president was not being especially truthful when he said that he invited the FBI to search his home last week. That isn't true. Okay. I turns out there, Sam. I didn't turns hear your out, commentary there. Biden got caught lying about the FBI. It turns out he didn't invite them to his home like he claimed. And the media spun and lied. The truth is that he uh, was pushing back and trying to make a deal. Uh, and then they basically said, look, we'll get a subpoena. We'll get a warrant if you don't comply. And then he decided to comply. 
So bottom line is Biden even lied about that and got caught. See, this criminal doesn't belong in the White House. We made a big deal about it when it was Trump. Now when it's Joe, it's no big deal. In fact, it's way different. In fact, let's just check if other presidents have made the same mistake. That's what this has come to. Kevin McCarthy, meanwhile, hanging out with Elon Musk to control Twitter, hanging out with the Democrats to try to make good, cozy relationships. Nobody going after these criminals. Look, Biden's a criminal. And now you literally, like I told you last hour, hey, the Treasury Department will not even comply with, with the demand to get information or the banking records of Hunter Biden. We know Hunter's a criminal. We know that he's been, look, investigated since 2017, folks. It's been six years. And now the Justice Department's like, we're not even going to let let you get the records. We're not going to comply. And then Joe, oh, I cooperated. Different from Donald. No, you didn't. Now you got caught. The FBI was going to issue a warrant if you didn't comply. So you complied and then pretended that was your stance all along. See, this is, we, doctor, I don't know what to do because I'm a peaceful person, okay? But when we discuss what we're going to talk about next half hour, they have gone too far. How long can I pretend to be a peaceful guy? Well, when I say pretend, what does that mean? How long can I be a peaceful guy when they literally have me under siege? I don't mean just the legislative session. I mean everything. These criminals are going to put gene-modifying substances in my food. They're going to literally arrest all of my buddies for tiny infractions, if anything at all. They're going to reward the criminals and let them walk free. They're going to control everything I say and everything I do. Now it turns out there's evidence in court cases that Google has programmed their, quote, woke AI or artificial intelligence systems to censor the Internet. That's primarily me. And now we have an interesting story over at WND.com, written by our buddy Bob Unra that says this. And this is what we'll talk about next half hour after the break. We'll get into it. AI or artificial intelligence used by the feds to track ISIS, now targeting conservative Americans. Artificial intel used against, quote, foreign terror threats. Employed against domestics is the headline. And it goes into some horrific details about the United States government. Back in the day, fought disinformation spread by ISIS by creating what they call military-grade artificial intelligence. It quickly identified and many times neutralized, censored ideologies that they claim the quote, radicals were disseminating. Now the Fed's plan is to adapt that technology so that Americans who dissent from the, quote, politically correct lines on, say, vaccine safety, vaccine truth, maybe election integrity issues, also can be censored. That's according to a new report that came out from Just the News, which cited documents and cyber experts who are documenting this phenomenon. The report says the, quote, National Science Foundation has already handed out millions of dollars to universities 
and private tech firms to bring forward technology that was developed at DARPA in 2012 era. At that time, it was running what they call a social media and strategic communication program, and those tools helped them identify misinformation and deception campaigns and counter them with, quote, government truthful information. They were used during the Arab Spring uprisings and the turbulence in the Middle East that spawned ISIS. The report said back then the idea was to track and to minimize the impact of distances who weren't friendly to America. I have more. Liberty Roundtable Live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Lance Pry. Travelers in the southwestern USA this weekend, be aware, Interstate 15 will be closed in both directions in Las Vegas, Nevada, through the entire weekend for a bridge removal project. President Biden is urging calm as officials plan to release video of an arrest that led to a motorist death in Memphis, Tennessee. Body cam video of the encounter with 29-year-old Tyree Nichols will be released to the public today, and lawyers for his family say will show him being severely beaten on January 7th, Nichols died a few days later. Five now-fired police officers face second-degree murder, aggravated assault, aggravated kidnapping, official misconduct, and official oppression. Senate Intelligence Committee lawmakers are being stonewalled by the Biden administration regarding America's secrets in personal homes and unsecure office buildings. The lawmakers with security clearance are weighing how to force the intelligence community to turn over the classified documents That ended up in the personal possession of Presidents Biden and Trump. James Cameron's Avatar, The Way of the Water, is moving up the most successful list. The epic sequel is now the fifth highest grossing film of all time. James Cameron's follow-up to the 2009 original has grossed more than $2.5 billion worldwide. It moved ahead of Avengers Infinity War on Thursday. Next up on the list is Star Wars The Force Awakens, which is only $14 million ahead. Domestically, the film has made $603 million, good for 13th all-time in North America. I'm Jerry Barmash. International Business Machines, or IBM, and Hasbro has announced plans to cut their global workforce by thousands of jobs to prepare for darkening economic outlook. On the other hand, companies such as Chipotle Mexican Grill Incorporated and Airbus SE have added jobs. This is USA News. Shaquille O'Neal here. If you battle back or hip pain or knee or shoulder pain, you don't have to tough it out. You can just turn it off with Smart Relief from Icy Hot. You just push a button and whoosh. Smart Relief sends waves of relaxing pulses that safely block pain at the nerve level. It's simple, easy to use, and it's been clinically tested to start providing immediate relief for hours, even after you turn it off. So if you're battling pain, let Icy Hot help you win that battle. Turn on Smart Relief and turn off pain. 
Use only as directed. Nothing fights the winter blues like a delicious and satisfying meal. Luckily, Omaha Steaks makes it easy to stock up and fill your freezer with flavor. Save on perfectly portioned favorites, easy meals, and so much more with Omaha Steaks Freezer Filler Sale. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $30 off your order. That's $30 off an endless variety of gourmet choices. Visit omahasteaks.com, use promo code TREAT at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, the good doctor, Dr. Scott Bradley with me. So we're talking about this story, ladies and gentlemen. It is scary. AI used by feds to track ISIS now targeting conservative Americans. Official intel used against foreign threats now turned domestic. Should Americans dissent from the, quote, politically correct narrative? Well, should it be considered a national security threat? That's what DARPA's objective is to determine that. All right. You can't do this. They want to identify people running such programs and counter their messages. That would be Dr. Scott Bradley and myself. So when they say we know who you are, that's why, doctor. Similar schemes are about now being used against, quote, American speech. Yeah. One of the most disturbing aspects of the, quote, Convergence Accelerator Track Project is the tools being developed by the Pentagon and DARPA for the monitoring of the average American citizen to make sure their, well, thoughts are in line with what's acceptable to government. They've been working on this since 2011 2012, but now it's coming to fruition and being pointed domestically. The new version, they say, targets those wary of potential adverse effects from the COVID-19 and those who are concerned about fraudulent election. I'm sorry. Skeptical of recent U.S. election results. He warned it's actually treating domestic populism as if it were a foreign National security threat. Now, believe it or not, Trump was involved in this a little bit. He started it with a little more, I don't know what you want to call it, not so sinister plan. But it has turned into Biden. So what happened, they say, is because of COVID, listen carefully. Because of COVID, they have trained the people to expect government to censor. And now that they've got that foothold, they say, we're just going to go back and say, look, you are not allowed to have those views because you become a threat to society. You will be guilty of murder if you tell lies about COVID or whatever. Um, This is the technology created by DARPA and the Pentagon now turned against you. And me, Dr. Bradley, and everybody else who stands for liberty. You know, Sam, it's been going on a lot longer than 10 years. I mean, you, we we all know this. But yeah, they're uh, just talking about the modern before. version of it. They've had Operation, right. uh, oh, what's it called, Mockingbird out for a long time. So it's just the new yeah. 
greater control versions, so to speak, we're talking about. That's all. The monitoring and censoring and manipulation has gone on forever. But the new modern AI-driven capability of this is the point. Well, yeah, and it's a it's a much more powerful tool because of the algorithms that can be written for technology. The idea of the artificial intelligence that's used plus the uh, facial recognition. I mean, it's becoming quite, quite efficient at uh, stuff that you shouldn't be doing in a free society. There should be no dossiers kept on anybody in our free society. I mean, think about this. Uh, Free, free countries don't do this. I mean, yeah, the Cheka did back in the Lenin de- days, the Stalin days, the NKGB, you know, the the uh, the uh, NKVD back in Stalin's era. I mean, we had the Gestapo, we had the Stasi, we had, uh, I mean, all sorts of totalitarian governments that we can all identify with. Papers, papers, your papers, you know, they, they didn't have near this technology then. And I mean, Stalin, he would have been ecstatic. He'd been dancing in the street, if you can think of that ugly picture. Uh, dancing in the street if they thought they could do this. <laughs> We're doing this in the United States of America. It's absolutely astounding. This is not an issue. Now, what needs to happen, legislative enactment needs to be, not like Utah did two years ago in our legislative session, where we expand the ability to do facial recognition collection of information without anybody's permission. Well, they give themselves permission, but you can't have a word in it. And and so you lose your Fourth Amendment stuff, but the government's doing facial recognition. They're collaborating this on national programs so that they can can easily identify who is and what, even if you're wearing a, a mask with dark glasses on, for crying out loud, I don't know how it works. But the fact of the matter is, that is where this is going. The states are complying. The feds are doing it. And it's in, oh boy, I wish there was time to talk about how we created ISIS. I mean, we have the best enemies money can buy. And we take, you know, action to oppose them. And we Well, Donald Trump even complex. said that Hillary and Bill, <coughs> or the, you know, Clinton created ISIS, right? Well, absolutely. And Obama was involved and Trump was involved. All this stuff. We created it. I mean, this stuff in Syria where ISIS just, ISIS just blew up out of nowhere. I mean, we were supplying them. We were training them. We were funding them. And, and they, they got too big for their britches, we say. But the fact of the matter is we had to put this big opposition together to save Iraq from falling into their hands. Holy cow. We won't protect our own borders. But getting back to this AI and, and uh, recognition stuff, we truly... Uh, oh, he okay, said Obama. Is, he said Obama was the founder uh, of ISIS. I guess is what Trump said. I'll get that soundbite ready in just a second, Doctor. Okay, uh, I, uh, yeah, ISIL and everything Obama wanted to use because he was Arabic and his uh, Muslim background and everything. I mean, well, okay, we don't need to go down that path right now. But the fact of the matter is, by the way, Lizzie, to- get that soundbite. Tell me when you have it. Go ahead, Doctor. Okay, so. What we had when it became apparent, I mean, Snowden did everybody a lot of service when he brought some of these things out, the uh, the Assange things, and everybody's going, oh, my goodness, the NSA is collecting all this information on us. <gasps> it's terrible. It's bad. It was terrible. It is bad and all that kind of stuff. So what did we do? The Senate said, no, we, we, we're going to make it illegal for them to collect this information directly. We're going to make it so they can only buy it from third-party providers. So if Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile or whomever, 
the the Lex, the local exchange companies, a anybody was uh, was able to capture this information, they could hand it over to the NSA. That did not help us one shred, and so we don't need to put this together and say, okay, kids, uh, it's going to be illegal for this kind of um, AI stuff to happen with a government agency doing it. You cannot say it's okay to obtain it from a third party. It must be made illegal, illegal to be collected at all and not obtained at all. Let's well, close it, already, it already was until they created all kinds of laws that violated that pretend legislation without authority. But look, when the sitting president of the United States and or a candidate that becomes president claims that another president founded ISIS, that needs to be ran to ground as fact, and prosecutions need to take place because that's a national security situation. Or it needs to be completely proven false. Here's Trump. ISIS is honoring President Obama. He is the founder of ISIS. He's the founder of ISIS. Okay? He's the founder. He founded ISIS. And I would say the co-founder would be crooked Hillary Clinton. There you go. Now, you can't make those kind of claims, doctor, candidate, or president against another sitting president, whether you're the president or the other guy's the president. You can't make those kind of allegations without follow-up and prosecution, if true, and or uh, absolute blatant in the media repudiation if it's false. Nothing ever came of that, doctor. Nothing. And I still have the well, soundbite. We shouldn't be surprised nothing came of it, but but it is factual. And now, again, Trump is not known for the details. I mean, he's a broad brush kind of guy. And he makes this accusation, but there are devils in those details that are behind that. You know, and, and of course, it, this has been going on. I mean, FDR basically made certain the Soviet Union survived the 1930s. They would have died on the vine. George Marshall and our State Department made certain that Mao Zedong uh, was able to take over the mainland China. I mean, uh, we, we look at all of these things and see how we have been complicit in the actual bringing forth of the best enemies money can buy. The idea that ISIS was founded, and, and you say founded, well, I didn't have a constitution signing on that or anything, but we funded them, we armed them, we trained them, and we helped them against uh, Assad in Syria. And, and Trump and they, complained but never did anything to stop that relationship, did he? He didn't. And then on top of that, he, he got jumped right in on the whole thing and uh, jumped in the uh, Syrian thing on the side that that Obama was supporting to begin with. And so by All right, let's go nature, ahead and skip this break real quick, shall we? By nature. Should Americans – go ahead, doctor. Well, I was just going to say Trump facilitated the expansion of, of ISIS – and kept us there. We sent Tomahawk missiles in there against Assad on behalf of ISIS, if you will, if you know the chain of events. It was a relig it is a religious war, and he was facilitating it. We're still there, kids, and, and we just don't seem to get it that we don't have any authority to do any of the stuff that's going on. So, yeah, Trump was, in, was complicit in this thing, too, by the way he treated things. And, and we, we, we just need to understand that what's going on behind the scenes is destructive 
of not only the peace of the world, but it's also destructive of our republic because we're engaged in these military adventures all over the world, destroying our ability to defend our own selves. So, so yeah, here's the question. To, Should Americans okay. who dissent from the, quote, politically correct narrative be considered a national security threat is the question? Now, I think the answer is yes. But here's the deal. What is the politically correct? I know they use that term and they've manipulated it. But look, back in the days of the founding fathers, the founders were considered liberals. They weren't conservatives. Conservatives wanted to hang out with King George. So words have twisted meanings, as you can see. I mean, think about um, uh, the Patriot Act, to make the point, or you know these kind of things. Um, but I think that when you say, from the politically correct view, the Constitution is the supreme law. That is correct, politically, morally, and otherwise. And it's Obama, it's Trump, it's Biden that are going to go that are going against the supreme law of the land. And so we need to look at that very seriously, doctor, because they make statements and do things that are just criminal in nature. And they've got to be stopped. And you say, Sam, why don't you protect Trump? He's the good guy in this. I don't think so. You have rumors that, that the military is going to go ahead and take over the government and bring back liberty. That alone would be an unconstitutional coup, even if it were to happen, even if the ideas are, quote, benevolent. It's not the way it's supposed to happen according to the law. You're absolutely right. Uh, this, I mean, people, people that don't understand what they're doing are the ones that are putting us into the problem. Those that will not obey the law of the land, the United States Constitution, that taken they've taken an oath to do so. Um, the, these people uh, are really the source of the problem. And and what's happened is we've become a nation of ignoramuses, basically. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So said Hosea. And Isaiah said uh, uh, very similar, too. I mean, these guys anciently saw it. They were prophets. They saw the future. They, it applies to us today. We, we lack knowledge, and we're being destroyed. And so they, they have perverted the definition of terms, if you will. And, and uh, the idea, uh, can you imagine? I mean, think, Sam, I don't know if you remember this far back because it was 2008. <laughs> but we did a radio interview back in 2008. We actually went to, we didn't go to Missouri, but we got the Missouri Fusion uh, Centers on the line. Yes, I remember on, this. Yes, sir. Roger air, that. Live. Okay. They kept hanging up on us. You remember that event. But that yes, was 2008. Anybody that had a Ron Paul sticker on the back of their car. That's Liberty Roundtable uh, Live, baby. That's what we do. And and uh, Chuck Baldwin, Second Amendment, pro-life. Those kinds of things were identified by organizations as subversive, potentially terrorists, domestic terrorists, no less. Well, and but, it gets worse, Doctor, because now they're suing everybody who wants to stand up for liberty, those who want to do what's right. But it's going to get worse, Okay. Because they don't even want to sue you with a human now. They've had enough of that. It takes too much time. Do you know what chat GPT is? I have no idea. I'm not a social media kind of person. If that's right. what It that isn't is. social media. This is a new piece of software that is an AI, so it's artificial intelligence, and it's an API, which means you can connect to it with other software and, and control it. It is a database-connected 
artificial intelligence, I don't know if I should say person, but bot is the, probably the best way. So chat GPT is what it's called. And it's so smart that you can ask it, get, build it kind of a, what you want, and it can come back and do something for you. So I can say, hey, I want to know uh, all about the Declaration of Independence. Uh, I want to understand how it applies to the Second Amendment. I want to whatever. And you can give it this. And then it'll come back and give you deliver you this intelligent response. Everybody's loving this chat. uh, GPT thing. Okay, kids don't have to write their term papers anymore. No, right? heck no. Yeah, colleges are freaking right now. Yes, <laughs> your point's well taken. So anyway, but here's the deal. Chat GPT just took the law exams. I guess it suggests a future use, Minnesota professors are now saying. Chat GPT uh, got a C+. Plus. Maybe decent enough to be a it's better, quote, better lawyer's Joe Biden. tool. Better, Joe yeah, better Biden than Joe Biden, Christ. yeah. He, he plagiarized his way through college. In a, John Johnson in a wrote this article. And this thing is literally this bot, and it's, now it's going to get a C-plus on this thing. They say that it's just going to get smarter and smarter. Here's the point. They're now going to have these bots just simply, uh, I want to sue Scott Bradley. Here's your lawsuit. Take it in. File it. That's where we're headed with this technology, doctor. And this is part of, because they say this open AI group built this thing, but this database is so massive, you could only have government help to build it. Somebody needs to follow the money and prove my theory on that correct. But I'm telling you, this is where we're headed. Scott Bradley is a bad guy. Boom, here's the whole dossier on how Scott's a sovereign citizen, how Scott's of this, Scott's of that. Now, it's not necessarily true, but it's factual if it's on the Internet and we can put it together in a cogent document. You now will have to challenge that bot for proof and superiority. It will become the de facto truth teller, and you'll have to fight an uphill battle against it, doctor. That's where we're headed. Other than that, it's not so bad. Are you there, Doctor? Uh-oh, we'll grab, get Dr. Bradley back real quick. He just dropped off. But that's where we're headed with this thing. We are headed into a very, very scary situation. I don't know how to even respond to this. It's so scary. Because what will this do? This can dig up from the remote corners of the Internet anything and everything that's said about you, etc., to the point where you're going to debunk. You're going to have to spend time debunking all the misrepresentations. Some might call them errors. Some might call them factual faux pas, missteps, whatever. And then if you try to sue and say, wait, you can't say that about me, they'll say, hey, man, chat GPT is where I got this information and I'm sorry that it was incorrect, but by golly, this is a serious threat to your liberty, doctor. Well, I wish I'd heard the last a few minutes of your audio because I'm positive it was monumental. But uh, I lost your audio, Sam. So give me a kind of the Reader's Digest version or the Cliff it's called Chat like. GPT. It's a bot that's super smart. 
that can eventually be the attorney. So all I'd have to say is Scott Bradley's the evil guy. I want to sue him, and it would write me a lawsuit. I can say Scott Bradley's one of those sovereign citizen guys. Can you back? Can you give me information on this? You're going to spend your whole life, your whole time, wherever you go in the future, trying to debunk all the stuff gathered by these AI bots controlled by who knows who. I submit to you that the Pentagon's probably involved in them, or the uh, DARPA, or uh, they say it was written by Open API or whatever it is, um, or Open AI. Um, but I'm convinced that this isn't as simple as it seems. It reminds me of Bitcoin. Where did this really come from? You got to follow the money to run my theories to ground on this. But I'm telling you, we the conservatives will be spending forever trying to debunk the bogus information used against us. If we sue, they'll eventually come back and go, "Well, I got it from Chat GPT." I mean, I'm not I'm not really responsible. That's just what you know. I did my best, and they're going to be able to slander, liable, abuse, sue everything us uh, with this tool as it gets smarter and smarter and smarter. Well, all, all of those things are, are certainly true and great risks, but I'm even more concerned about how all the outcome, I mean, maybe not more concerned, That's everything's pretty concerning, but the um, manipulated outcomes that come from these things, when you're... Uh, when your defense attorney is is the same chat group and they've already manipulated the the way they want it to come, uh, you know how they want the outcome of whatever your lawsuit is or your prosecution is or or what they're chasing down on you that they've decided is not politically correct. This is this is a replay of of what Nansu and you and I talked about about how the manipulation that occurs within the cloud, if you will the database cloud that's on you. It says your social credit score is not good enough to be able to buy gas this week or whatever. Your food is going to be manipulated. We're going to find that you can't buy this kind of food because we say you should eat that kind of food. I mean, who knows well, how this stuff will be integrated into a full-service kind of uh, control program. Amen. And you better push back, folks, while we have the chance, because this is sinister by your government. More evidence is that the government's behind all of it. Write it down. Remember who warned you as we learn more about chat, GPT, where it comes from, who controls it, who feeds it the information, who funded it, what are the origins of it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Don't call me and tell me that you know all the details, okay? I, I've researched all those, too. I'm just telling you that it is not as purported. Write that down. By the way, Pat Buchanan now retires his syndicated column, Doctor. That's a sad day. Well, yeah, I heard that earlier today. I mean, uh, he's uh, uh, how old is he anyway? Uh, like I like eighty-eight mean, he's or not something. That old. Ninety. Uh, is he? He's 90? in his eighties. Almost nine. Maybe he's ninety now. Eighty-eight at least, or something like that, though. But yeah, he's he's retiring. Uh, and you know it's a sad day. We lost. I shouldn't say we lost. We'll be missing a true patriot with some real forward. Uh, intellectual um, pros that are just really, really valuable. Adam Schiff now is going to be running for Senate. He's former chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. we got to get rid of that committee altogether. But now he's going to run for the U.S. Senate. Dianne Feinstein currently sits in the seat. We don't know if there'll be a battle between those two or if uh, she's going to step down so he can waltz in, doctor. Well, I don't think there'll be a battle, honestly. I mean, I think Dianne Feinstein, uh, I think her handlers, maybe herself, does not recognize the cognitive uh, challenges she faces. But um, uh, so I think her handlers will say, you know what, you've had a good run at it. 
It's really yeah, gracefully time, make sure that the next guy comes in that we want in so there's no break in the run of deep staters. That's what's going on with that. Now, Dr. Robert Malone, who I have a ton of respect for, says, I can't support Trump if he defends clot shots or COVID shots. Amen, doctor. Stop and think about it. Whether it's red flag laws or, or the USMCA, you know, the United States Canada Mexico Agreement, I mean, or, or whether it's the warp speed kind of stuff that happened, uh, there's some real, there's some real fatal flaws going on out there. Where he says the Constitution ought to be set aside, and this or that or the other, and uh, it's like, holy cow! I mean, come on, they're fatal flaws, people. Absolutely fatal flaws. And 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 the, here's somebody that's supposed to be the chief executive. I mean, you look and compare that to, to how George Washington ran things. It's like um, he never wanted to do anything that violated the Constitution. He tried really hard to prevent that. If he if he stumbled along the way, it's because he's the first guy in the line. But Amen. You know Final story for you. Speaking of I won't support Trump, Robert Malone's got one of the reasons why. There's many others. The Constitution uh, snafus, as you mentioned, is another one, Doctor. But here's the deal. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene has her committees, but her real aim is VP in the Trump administration. She sees herself on the short lift for the VP position, says Steve Bannon. What do you say to that? Well, there's just, I mean. Don and Marge. Stop stop and think about this for a moment. (laughs) Why do presidential marriages happen? President, vice president. They're to deliver electoral votes. The Kennedy, LBJ hatred. I can't put it any softer than that, was so widely known. But he picked up, in order to get the presidency, Kennedy put LBJ as his running mate because he needed the electoral votes out of Texas. You look and see what Trump would gain by putting Marjorie Taylor Greene in there. She wants to bridge, you know, between the conservatives and the, you know, all the others, whatever, you know. But the fact of the matter is it might be on her bucket list to be vice president. I don't know. But I just don't see it happening. I just cannot imagine why someone would pick up. I mean, here's here's a Georgia candidate, and Georgia has got such a kind of a I don't know what you'd call it, a schizophrenic uh, electoral kind of mindset nowadays. I don't even know if she could del- deliver the electoral votes in Georgia. I don't think she could because again, these AI bots have painted such a picture of her that she doesn't stand a prayer. No, and, and Sad there's tale, a lot of true. A lot of reasons it wouldn't work and it's not going to work. I just don't see it happening. We need a real person to step up, folks. Who could it be besides Dr. Scott Bradley? All right, there you have it. Hours in the can. One and two. Love it. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net, FreedomsRisingSun.com. Check out all the work we're doing. It's incredible, folks. Not because of us, but because we stand with the Founding Fathers and God Almighty. God save the Republic.